It's going. Oh, yeah, no, nah, pretty good. Singing, we should chuck a podcast. What do you reckon? Oh, yeah, no, nah, I can't come around. Let's do a thing. G'day, everyone. How you going? And welcome to what episode are we up to, mate? This is round 10. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. It's not. It's definitely not because the last things I exported to, I think, was eight, nine, and ten. I reckon this is number eleven. No, it would have been number eleven, oh, but number ten sucked. Oh yeah, that's right. This is number ten. <laughs> well, you're meant to kick it off. We'd had three beers by the time we did yeah. round ten. All right. All right, fine. I'll kick it off then. Because it's an even number. You well, kick welcome off to round ten. You, what do you reckon? <laughs> Thanks for kicking us off, Nick. Now, <laughs> okay, ding, ding, ding. Now, uh, today we have a huge guest. The Biggest guest. The biggest guest. Out of all three of us. You call me fat? Yes, I am. No. <laughs> so we got our good mate. Now, we've spoken about you in every podcast. Yeah, and that's why round 10 needed to be with Mr. Ryan Goodall. Hi, guys. Now, hey, everyone buddy. knows you as some other name that I don't. <laughs> oh, we got that wrong. No. So we were talking shit. You've yeah. heard it. You've heard it. About, yeah. Yeah. I spoke to both of you about it. Yeah. yeah. So if anyone hadn't heard that episode, we were talking about how we don't like Ryan's nickname, which is Razzy. Razzy. And uh, you filled me in. So yeah. let Liam here know, where did Razzy come from? Well, um, you both now know because yeah. I came at you like yeah. a spider monkey. Yeah. <laughs> come at you like a spider monkey. I was like, love the episode, guys, but um, you're full of shit. <laughs> Check your facts. No, no. There, there were partial facts that were right there. So just like normal journalism, like partial facts mm. are right, which yeah. is great. A um, bit of well, one fact bias. is correct. We didn't come up with it. You didn't come up we with didn't. it. You're so, right. Yeah. Um, so basically where I got the name Raz from was actually in high school. And... Uh, so I was at high school. People called me Raz because another kid was called Rhino. So obviously I couldn't be called Rhino, mm. you know, which is the standard. Um, Ryan nickname. Ryan nickname. Mm, yes. Yeah. So I was Raz. Now that then when my brother moved up, he called me Spaz, which if anyone knows my uh, gamer handle, it is Spazbot. Yes. Because as in bot, as in like uh, when you'd verse someone that is just like mechanistic. Because, okay. you know, yeah, we get it, nerd. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> so Spaz, and then he then it was he big called me with the chicks. Yeah, yeah, it really went off. But and then it was Spazway, and then anyway, so I got called Raz for a long time, and then when we did get into the band, I was my, my other friends called me Raz, but then it was like, oh yeah, Dizzy, and I was like Razzy. Razzy. So there was that part where yeah, I yeah. changed it to Razzy. So we got it half right when yeah. you, you brought it back again, but that wasn't the origin of the name. Mm. Mm. But I, right. I think it's gotten to a point now where no one knows your name's Ryan. Probably. Mm. Like, because every time I come to this gym or hear people in the hit vicinity, yeah. it's they all just call you Raz. Raz, yeah. And but, I nearly slap them yeah, across but, face. But I feel like it did take off because Karen, yeah. Karen she Lovely she Karen. went ahead with it. She so loved Karen it. Reichelt, it's your but, fault. But why? I love you, but it's your fault. And the thing is with Karen mm. is her nickname Kaz. It's Kaz. Kaz. Yeah, absolutely. So we got, we, that's, you know, we that's bonded heavily over that. Yeah. <laughs> who, who would we? We'd be... Uh, you were Lee. We, yeah, I'm all, You were Lee, Lee and you were Nikki. Nikki. Nikki Vegas. Nikki V. Nikki V. Nikki V. All right, so... Oh, yeah. We've spoken about how you and I met. 
which is yes. basically you forced your way into my life. Yeah, which I is kind I, of how I need to make friends. Yeah. <laughs> how did you and Ryan meet? I forced my way into his life. Yeah, that's yeah, what I thought. Yeah. I just do it. I don't know. I, I see good individuals, and I tell you what, you're a good candidate to be my mate. <laughs> I'm glad I filled tick the and yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, tick and certain boxes. Well, yeah, it's see, I'm a bit of a prick at first mm. where it comes to um, like I see niches around people that mm. I can connect with. Yeah. And uh, I remember seeing you, I think the first time I ever saw you, I actually liked you. And oh. I, sp- I think I may have spoken about it on my podcast and it was, I was inspired by, you were just, I don't think you knew your talent. Ah, thank you. If, yeah, well, better luck. Uh, I don't know how to say better that. Luck yeah, better luck. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, in your next life, better luck. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... I remember the first time I actually saw it because we had to do a gig. And this gig that we did at Price Street Hall at Nambour, we mm. all in like Take Us to Vegas were at that gig. Oh. Yeah, I don't know whether you realise this because it's Dean's band Half Cycle. Cycle played. They were playing. Yeah. Uh, Alex and I were in Wingspan. Uh-huh. You were in your band, um, A Blind Science. That's great, band. great band. Great band. 46 Fighter. Four, four? Oh, no, I don't know. you what, were what Blind we? Science back then. Yeah, okay. And um, mate, I'll correct you. I know the story. Yeah, and, um, you do. And Nick, I'm pretty sure you were there helping set up the PA and doing sound. Yeah, you yeah, were. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, I remember yeah, seeing yeah. you on the side. So the yeah. history was being born at Price Street Hall yeah. without oh, us yeah. even knowing. Yeah. And, and that would have been like 2007 uh, or t- 2008, I think it yeah. was. Yeah. Just out of high school for us. Wow. There and, you go. And um, and yeah, so I remember that. But you, one thing I do remember about your gig, like I was hyped to see you. You sounded exactly like how you sounded on the the EP that you released. Oh, yeah. Or the singles that you had. Yeah. And I remember you had to bail straight after the gig because yeah. you hired your little amps, these, what were they, line sixes or? Nah, I think we had, um, I I had mine. Yeah. Which was a Laney Hardcore. Yeah. 30, 30 watt, yeah. I think. Sick. And then, yeah, it was mental. And then, um, no, we had, so our drummer... He hired Josh. Josh or something. No, no, no. Our drummer Josh had a had a mate, like his dad had a mate that had like a heap of gear and like had a heap of like fenders and fucking yeah. whatever else yeah, he had kid. there. He's I'm pretty kid. sure it was just fenders. <laughs> but we went and like picked him up, but then we had to make sure that like um, Josh's dad could drop us back off before it was like too late because then Josh's dad had something on the next day. So we yeah. had to bail out really early because we yeah. had to take that gear back to Josh's dad's mate's house. Yeah. And it was... So I remember you bailing on us like, oh, okay, this is your first gig and you're leaving? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was like, you know, cool for that. Yeah, well, no, <laughs> full dick move. Yeah, yeah. Bit, a bit of a strike one. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> yeah, look, we learned we learned heavily from that, and uh, the ba- the band failed. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you had to change your name and everything. We had to change your name. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so yes, we that did. was not how we met. I think I just made nah. it just interacted on the radar. I yeah, frothed, on the radar. I, I remember I was. Froth and wingspan at that point. But that's mm. the thing. You frothed us, but you never s- watched us. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. Not until later. Yeah. But you true. missed out on the... And I, was like, and I was thinking, I'm like, look, I want to be mates with this dude. Yeah. I want to send it in front of him. I reckon... Vocals. I did. I No, I, I, I remember at this gig... Yeah. Sorry to cut in. Yeah. But you missed it. I had <laughs> one of these tables we set yeah. up because we had nothing for a... um. 
like a what are they called? An ego riser. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I put a table there. Fuck yeah. And just stood up on a table in front of like, <laughs> the, the fifteen that? people that were watching, just killing it. What a dickhead! I would have been standing so at a sound cool. desk, going like these <sighs> fucking bands. Bullshit! You're like, I'm gonna join this band. <laughs> Look at it. That's actually so <laughs> sick, man. To have like to have a kid right in your in your teens, have that much confidence, be so fearless, yes. so fearless to do something like that. I remember like at no point of like the entirety of the time that I was in a band did I ever have the confidence to do a table anything stand. like that. No, <laughs> no way in hell. No. I don't know what made me do it. Fucking balls, brother. I, balls. I, I left it back in Nambal, that's for sure. But yeah, so that's I remember cool. after that, we kind of, we were in the scene. We're in the music scene then. Yeah. And then was it Battle of the Bands? Was it either Nambal or was it uh, that one at Noosa? Noosa School of Rock. You, you guys, you guys um, took the Noosa School of Rock title. Yeah, we did. Yeah. That was awkward. That it's was a big a, title. It, well, oh, it was a huge yeah. Well, this battle of the title bands. Was it wasn't a battle of the bands. It was the most rigged tax write-off for that dude. Yeah, because he just put on this battle of the bands, and it was in a room, like yeah, a, like a studio room where you go and rehearse. Yeah, ah. that's basically where it was. Yeah, it was so bizarre. It was very bizarre. Like we literally played to the other bands, that the was, other two bands that played that day, because there was I a think. couch in front of the bands yeah. playing. And <laughs> I remember our drummer. Our drummer nearly fought Damien, their guitarist, <laughs> that day. And, like, our drummer is, like, Josh. So, Josh, this guy, Josh Anu, he's, like, just this little, like, little Afro kid, like, and you just would never expect it, but just so angry. Little man rage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Damien, this, like, long, lanky, grim reaper-looking <laughs> motherfucker, <laughs> sitting next to him, and he makes a joke to him. And then I just... I don't remember verbatim what he said, but Josh basically was like sitting there like this and Damien sitting there and Damien said something like kind of like a smart ass joke. And then just Josh like just looks up at him and goes, how about you go fuck off fuckhead? <laughs> and then just looks back at whatever band was playing. And then Damien goes, Oh, and gets up and walks <laughs> off. Seriously, I, I, I reckon was... he must have been so scared because I never heard the story until you told me. Oh, really? Like later on in life. <laughs> Fuck, it was so funny. And I was like, hectic. <laughs> hectic. I've never, I never would have expected that. But so, yeah, it was pretty funny. That. Making friends. But in the yeah. end, uh, that was the heat. And we went through the grand final after that, which was yeah. just more sitting in front of people on a couch playing music. But and the promise for that was to play at the J. Was that it? was what the like the big finale was oh, to be playing at the J. Yeah, but yeah. Well, eventually it happened. Just nothing mm. to do with that guy. Yeah, nothing to yeah. do with that guy. That's where off came from. Was it that dude? Yeah. Yes. Oh. So we rang him one. Oh no, he didn't ring. We had a Alex had a um a message on his phone, a mm. voicemail, and he was talking like this guy. I reckon was just so hungover or something. The guy who owned this place, mm. and he's ringing Alex, and must have just had this great idea. Woke up one morning was just this great idea to do a, a metal night at this place he's like mate we're gonna get some bands together it's gonna be a metal night and it is gonna go off but how you got the whistle in off yeah look that's classic eh? and that has been a, a forever a catchphrase for us yeah yeah yeah, yeah. off off, yeah. off. <laughs> 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 But yeah, so you guys took the um, the you guys took the Noosa one, and we took the Nambour one. 
Yeah, that's yeah. it. And I sold you a CD that day with nothing on it. Nothing on it. I actually, funnily enough, in not this bag, but the bag that I do have my show and tell, which you've asked me to bring, oh, the what? actual bag that I have at home, I still have that CD. And I was actually going to bring, bring that in. Well, oh, <laughs> that would have been great. Yeah, I still have that we'll CD. We'll save that story for later then maybe. Yeah, yeah. Let's crack on. All right. So, yeah, later on in life, uh, the bands fizzled out and then mm. I needed – I need. We needed a um a bass player. You were proactive about it, I would say. Yeah, and so I just smashed your MySpace, your messages. Yeah, you messaged me on MySpace. I finally got it one day. It was your your old missus that said, "Uh, hey, there's a message from this lame dude." Yeah, you should probably check it out. It's a big opportunity. You should probably <laughs> check it out. <laughs> Massive well, opportunity. at the time, I was like, "Fucking hell, these guys! Oh yeah. These guys play oh billionaire." Yeah, it's crazy. But then you, to me, that was massive. So you had it like in this vision that we were still from Battle of the Bands and all that crap <sighs> that you thought that we hated you and we were trying to tee up us to meet up and bash you. Yeah, to fight. That's right. I remember this yeah, story. This is how this came about. Yeah. yeah. And I'm fucking. Yeah, let's fucking go. <laughs> As Nick would say, take you around after the other. We finally teed up the band practice. You show up. Yeah. Uh, and With a I, borrowed bass and a borrowed bor- bass cab. And, and a borrowed <laughs> black eye from what I remember because you were boxing at the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I was doing – I just started um, jits. I just yeah. started jiu-jitsu. And I reckon that's yeah. where this career that you're in now was yeah. probably going to take off back then. Yeah, well, I mean, at that time – at that time, I had ambition to do two things, either mechanical engineering or to do um, – I wanted to become a, a sports psychologist. Yeah. So that's what I wanted to get into. We said, how's about you play bass? Yeah. <laughs> How about you waste 10 years of your yeah. life first? <laughs> hey, good career choices, but have you thought about this? <laughs> Have you thought about playing bass for a local band? <laughs> and you know what? That's what was more connected to my heart. So I was like, "We did it. Fuck yeah. I never did. Yeah. Come. I can safely say I've never done something in my life that didn't fulfill my heart's desire. How good. Fucking oath. How good. Mm. So from later on, uh, a few years went by. You were on bass for Wingspan. Uh, we kicked that into touch and then you uh, joined Vogue. Joined our new band on vocals. I didn't join. Well, you didn't join. I was you were forced. still. Yeah, yeah. Basically, you said you were never going to be a singer in our band. I did say that. Once again, we had other plans. We for spoke it. about this just the other day. <laughs> yeah. And I said I never liked being a frontman. <laughs> Not one day. Never had the balls to get up on a table at Price Street. <laughs> no, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. That was never my role. <laughs> I was never meant to be that role. Oh, but. Yeah, so that <laughs> happened. Yeah, and, that um, happened, Well, yeah. thankfully, I lost my voice because I, I was shitty. Look, we've all been frontmans in bands. Yeah. 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 You know, uh, funnily enough, mm. one of the things that um, came to the end of me being in Take Us to Vegas mm. was like we were going through like a weird plateau period after Blood Wolves and it was time to start like getting serious about the next record. Yeah. And I went over to Dean's place and we got drunk and I just started like spitballing ideas and one of them was like, like Ryan doesn't even want to be a front man. Like, do, should we put him on bass so he can just do pretty vocals on bass and then I like love I can step up and do the thing. And, da, 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 da. Love that. and then that came out as though like, oh, yeah. oh, he's getting too big for his boots. He's trying. I was just, <laughs> I was just talking shit, coming up with ideas. and Would have loved it. it so what do you do? You end up saying, well, fuck yous. I'll go join a band and go on tour around the world. Yeah, much better decision. That was a much better decision. <laughs> Actually, on that note, uh, this week is seven years since Blood Wolves came out. Wow. Yeah. 
Seven years Lucky ago. Seven. That was pretty cool. Actually, Tanil had it playing in the car yesterday on the drive she? up. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Probably one of the most funnest songs that I remember writing was when Nick and I wrote, um, which one was it? Vital Signs. Because mm. like Nick wrote like the... The heavy bits. The, like, the, well, the lyric wise. Yeah. Like Nick wrote like the emotional in touch with sadness side. Yeah. And then I wrote the other pretty like pretty happiness and like rainbow side because that's exactly what our contrasting <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, emotions yeah. were like but yeah it was interesting how At naturally that worked to come together as well because yeah. like for me coming from such a negative and you being a positive but that's yeah. how i wanted the song to always be yeah, yeah, yeah. and but it still came together quite seamlessly it worked which really cool. well and then to have our three voices on it mm. as well mm. Mm. i thought that was really cool yeah. i really enjoyed that <clears throat> lots going on back then were the, I think because there wasn't that many bands at the time that had the ability to have three or four vocalists yeah we had four vocalists so that, that was definitely what helped us at the time I think mm. with a, a bunch of other stuff four but I think we stood out for having four mics going yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember four people I just remember Techie's band like yeah. so how many mics you need four, four. <laughs> and they're like okay well you're all sharing one yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, all I've got is two, okay? <laughs> and they're, they're, both, they're both banged up SM57s. Yeah. <laughs> oh. You are good to go. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Mics are disgusting, hey. When you look, like, with things being so such Because of COVID? Yeah, because of COVID. Now, yeah, yeah. You think back to what we used yeah. to put our mouths up against. Yeah. Bro, I think of that all the time now. Like, because we have a mic for class. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Uh, I used uh, to do this. To people Every we, night, yeah, after to people four other bands. All around Australia. Yeah. yeah. And I was in the habit like of resting my top lip on the oh, microphone yeah, I when I sang too. as well. Oh, yeah. And then we went and kissed our girlfriends. Hey. Yeah, yeah. You got two girls. <laughs> so much worse. Like there'd be certain clubs where you, like in the grill of the microphone cage, you could just see stuff like stuck in it. Mm. Yeah. Like I don't know what it was, but. Mm. Oh, yeah. Vomit. Yeah. Uh, Fuck yeah. I think we got to a point Four where we, we, we did start bringing our own mics after a bit. Yeah, I used yeah. to bring my uh, Sennheiser. Mm. Yeah. Mm. My Sennheiser mic. Yeah. Fucking Remember hell. Remember band practice we used to always get zapped? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Never earthed properly. Fuck yeah. that. Properly. 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 That shows that we're Paprika. too close to the mic. That was like our little yeah. like electric <laughs> fence just zap yeah, on the lip. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty hectic, eh? But yeah. fuck, yeah. Good old Rick, he saw that out, eh? Did he? Well, yeah, I remember, just turn up the voltage. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I was at TAFE being told a story by um, uh, Peter, I forget his surname, the guitarist from the church. Yeah. Um, he, not like the church, the place where you go to pray, the band, yeah. the church. Mm, 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 um, mm. And he got really badly electrocuted. Uh, I think it was a show they played in Melbourne. Oh. Um, where, yeah, it wasn't earth properly. And he was playing guitar, went up to do his bit and just went bang and he went like he Lost flew back and was out cold Fuck. and so from then on he said whenever you get on stage if you're playing guitar as well touch your guitar strings to the microphone first if it sparks don't play the show <laughs> wow <laughs> just leave just leave yeah. wow haven't you had any uh huh? have you met that guy as well from the church yeah i went to um i did a little tafe course uh out of nimble and he was he was doing that he, he did it with phil emmanuel yeah, he came to our school. What's his name again? The bloke from the church? Peter. Peter. I can't remember his surname. Peter um, Pumpkin Eater. Uh, so, 
He um yeah he, he came to our school and taught us how to play guitar. He did like a guitar tutorial. For oh, us. true. Yeah, yeah, well, he and does he live um, on the coast? Yeah, yeah. Oh. And um, Phil Emanuel, before he passed away, they mm. were doing those guitar master classes. Yeah. Because um, I did that as well with them the the first year that they did it. Yeah. Um, and Phil Emanuel taught me so much about live music, about songwriting, about playing yeah. guitar, and he was such an awesome dude. Like yeah, you know, we, and crazy like. The ability that the dude had, he's played on like Slim Dusty records. He's great. You know, Cold Chisel. He was such a good guy. Did so much stuff. Mm. And, um, you know, Tommy obviously being a much more like worldwide phenomenon. But Phil, unbelievably talented. It's so weird that though, because I remember speaking to Phil and like in their family band when they were younger, Mm. Phil would say that Tommy was, he was the rhythm guitarist. Yeah. Yep. So he was always the rhythm guitarist and then Tommy and then Phil was always the lead guitarist. Yeah. But you could definitely see that because like when Phil uh when Tommy Emmanuel plays, you can see that he's just building melody. Yeah. Whereas yeah. like where when Phil plays, he's just shredding. Yeah. yeah over yeah. whatever. And yep. he can hear a tone and go like and like mimic the tone of like a bird. Yeah, yeah. Or something fucking weird. Yeah. And he he um Learned uh, guitar playing a lot of like Lou Reed songs and stuff yeah. like that. So it's like all scale based and yeah. like, yeah, he, he was, was so smart. He was amazing. And like, um, there's still videos of Phil and Tommy playing together all yeah. over YouTube and it's amazing to watch. So good. Like, I remember um, I got, v- I was very, very lucky enough. I don't know if the end of your course, because we did a night, we did a night where a we performance performed. night? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I got to play a song called Malagen Yasadar also with him. And man, it was so good. It was so much fun. It was such a great time to play with that with him. And like, he was such a vibe. But I remember the first thing that I said to him and I'm just, not the first thing I said to him. He goes, so what is it that you want to learn to do? And I was like, sweep. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Like that was all I said. No scales. No fundamentals, <laughs> purely sweet. Show me how to sweep, bro. Hey, so there's this Avenged Sevenfold song, and he does this. <laughs> just teach me that. I can already tap pretty sick. <laughs> he should have just handed you a broom. Yeah, <laughs> he did. <laughs> That's the funniest thing. He yes. didn't hand me the broom. He goes, he goes. Oh well, I wait till the janitor gets here. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, the oh yeah, <laughs> but seriously, <laughs> teach me. So for anyone that wants to know what sweeping is, it's when you just basically strum your guitar but hit every note. Yeah, somehow. in a yeah. scale. Yeah. In a scale. And it's seamless. Just it's whenever you it. hear the guitar go... Yeah. And exactly that no, noise. It actually yeah. makes that noise. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. And it's, that's beautiful. If you don't want to hear that noise <laughs> in your song... fucking wrong with you. You're a loser. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how to write songs. <laughs> what should we put here? A sweep? We should mm. put a sweep in here. Yeah. Absolutely. Sweep. sweep. Actually, I remember that in my time in um, Gunsmith was like our drummer... Uh, or one of the drummers, Braden, that was his thing all the time. Like, we'd be writing a song, so Brooksy and I are, like, working through riffs and we develop it and get to a certain point and then it'd be like, where should we go to next with this? And Braden's like, break down. <laughs> Every single, that's all, it was his catchphrase. Like, anytime it got to a point, it's like, oh, I don't really, like, know where we should go to next with this. It's like, it, break down. <laughs> break down. <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> Just account for every time for that part. <laughs> yeah. Silence. <laughs> um, so on the next point, mm. stop talking about bands. 
bands. Because now your life is this place. Yeah. This Hit is Kiwana for those who can see on the video. Yeah, I this, actually just live here. This is your first baby and then the second baby is Ryder. Yes, um, that's correct. And congrats on your passing the MNU nutrition. You're now a qualified nutritionist. Yep. Boys, fuck yeah. Bro dude. science, dude. I can tell people what to eat. And have insurance. And you do yes. tell me what to eat with your insurance. It is very yes. helpful knowing someone that is close to you can tell you all this info yeah. on nutrition. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the best thing about you and I both being on this challenge is although it's not a competition, it's a competition. It's absolutely. And I'm going to win because I've got him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I'm not even going to compete. I might, I might <laughs> just be, hum I might be humble about this. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, uh, All right. And then just like, oh, All right, there. wingspan. <laughs> you want to stand on the table while you humble brag? <laughs> At the end. <laughs> anyway, no, we'll just, uh, we'll I'm probably the most humble person I know. Oh, yeah. Composes what I probably should have said. <laughs> <laughs> This is why I got you guys here. Yeah. <laughs> Correct me on my shit. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yes, baby. This is my baby here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I got another baby sitting at home. Baby uh, Ryder. Little Ryder boy. So we've got little Ryder hanging with us on the, on the regular now. Yeah, he hangs around. He hangs around. And I'll tell you He's what. He's here to stay. I don't want to say perfect babies exist. Oh. Oh. But Ryder's definitely up there. The amount, wow. The amount <laughs> that I love call. that boy. Like, <laughs> even when he's having his tantrums and doing his little... It's yeah. just... I love him so much. It's like... <laughs> You know that thing where people always say it's like no until you have until, <laughs> until you, have you have a, a child, child. <laughs> until you have a child. Oh yeah. no 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 no! Yeah, but it's yeah, like yeah. I, like it would be different for you being his dad, but it's yeah. like that's how I feel about him. It's yeah, just, yeah. just like no, but he, he he's, a, he's a good-looking kid. He's you say like like I say, does he ever throw a tantrum? Yeah. I don't know if you thought last night that that was a tantrum or whatever. When he was just, yeah, I'm like that's not a tantrum. Yeah, yeah, he's he's just um, from what he usually is yeah. for him to be like how he was last night. So basically, last night he would just he'd let you just like, hey Ryder, we're gonna go have a bath. Nah, <laughs> you're like, well we are, bro. But it's like the, we're definitely going. He's like, nah. It's the pouting that gets me. It's always yeah, nah. yeah, and it's so weird because you just like, do you want this food? And he's like, yes. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, I just got to get it ready. <laughs> I was like, okay, just chill, bro. And then, and then he, then I go to give it to him, and then he's like, nah. I'm like, you just wanted it, and then I take it away, and then he cries again. And you're like, okay, so you are insane. You're an insane person. <laughs> there is so much wrong with yeah. you. <laughs> so yeah, like in comparison to what he usually is like, um, that to me was a tantrum. No, nah, no way. Uh, and I think. Last night when you show me uh, that calendar app thing. Yeah, yeah, to I, show the, yeah. Yeah, like I, stormy weather. I'm not aware of it yet because I really need to be. But um, yeah. that is a great idea. I was like, this would mm -hmm. help so much because these are like statistics from millions of babies. Yeah, bro. For you to not worry about it straight away. Because I, mm. I could imagine before... Do you want to elaborate on what the fuck you're talking about? Yeah, probably not. I don't know. Okay, so there's, <laughs> there's this app. There's, there's this an app. app and it basically... Takes them like, through leaps. It pinpoints basically what your kid's going through. Yes. 
Oh, okay. On, so it's like on average he should be teething yeah. now and he so, should be Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So to break it down is like so when you you learn so much, man, like through this app. It's yeah. so freaking awesome. I recommend anyone going and getting it. I cannot tell you what the app's called. But <laughs> <laughs> but I can tell you there is an app out there that tells you when your child goes through a development leap. Yeah. Oh, okay. So when um when a kid goes through a development leap, they kind of uh they act out in a sense yeah. because they're learning things. Mm. But like they it it tells you everything. So like to the point of like your baby can see you. You're not yep. just a bunch of shapes now. Yeah. Because like when you yep. looks at you like when it's first born, they don't know what you are. Yeah, You're just yeah. a bunch of shapes and yeah. it's yeah. more smell. Mm. So that's why like a child, when a baby's born, like what doesn't really care about the father, only cares about the mother because it knows the mother's smell and it knows the breast mix, breast yeah. milk yeah. smell and all that kind of stuff. So it bases like a lot of its senses off its smell. Um, and then... Anyway, as it, as the baby gets older, every time it goes through a leap, they usually act up. So this app tells you when they're in a leap and it kind of tells you the behaviors that they do, like that they might be doing. And like last night, for instance, I'm like, I said to Kat, I'm like, is he in a leap right now? Because like he's doing some, you know, he's acting up a little bit, like just being, he was just being um, defiant. That's yeah. what he's doing. He's yeah. just defiant, just being defiant and not bad, like not bad. He just goes, he just says no. Nah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he's so it. mild with it oh yeah so yeah mild. totally yeah um so but when we went into the app it was like every single trait that this app said yeah. is exactly what he was doing like wow. everything and it says like how long the leap's going to go for and then they go back to normal and then they go wow. oh, that's yeah. awesome but it's, what a great tool <clears throat> it's so good said something about it. was it five days or yeah so we had five days left of that leap Okay. So they usually have like a roundabout. So sometimes, like when Ryder first came about, he was he was kind of a little bit ahead of his leaps. Yeah. So he'd be like ahead of a leap by like maybe about five days. So we could yep. always expect five days before the leap cycle. Far that's pretty close. Be. You'd think it'd be like weeks or months. That yeah. This nah, they're days. pretty bang on, man. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. they, <clears throat> if you really think about, it, I never thought about this, right? But like uh, when a child's born, it needs to like build every part of its brain and yeah. sensories layer by layer. Yeah. Well, you can't just go, because if you just go, hey, you're a human, here's everything. Do algebra. Yeah, yeah, like, like do everything. Their brain would fucking explode. Yeah, yeah. So even down to the point that it's like, it'll say on the app, it'll be like, that in this leap, your baby can understand, um, what is it, like gravity? So not that yeah. like doesn't understand what gravity is. The concept is, of it. But, but if you jump, you will come back down. Yeah. Like just something as simple as that. If, if you, you drop something, it'll fall. It will yeah. fall. Yeah. And like if you, for instance, like if you're walking, if you're like, if there's a newborn and you walk left, right. And then you start walking right. The baby will follow and keep going left. Until it tries to find you again because it doesn't know oh. that you can change direction. So even down to the sense of that, oh, so th when somebody walks somewhere, that person can change direction. That needs to be something that they develop. They learn. Wow. Yeah, they wow. learn. And so then to actually even track that <clears throat> movement. To track well. movement. So then there's like even, yeah, tracking movement and 
there's so much, dude. Well, that's like what I'm studying <coughs> at the moment. Learning about infant development is so interesting because, yeah. um, you know, like as newborns and, you know, they're on their tummies and then they, when they start to look up like that and start looking mm. around, yeah. that's actually what develops the natural curvature in their cervical spine, mm, in the wow. neck. Um, and that's how they start to build their next muscles for the next phase, which is reptilian crawling, which is that sort of... Um, frontal plane movement where they're yeah. side to side like that and then they start to come up into sagittal uh, uh, mammalian crawling yeah. and then they start to develop their sagittal plane movement and that's why you're not meant to help them start walking early yeah. they're no. meant to figure this all out on their own because that's how they naturally develop the curvature of their spine yeah. for yeah. their future mm. um and that's also why jolly jumpers are so dangerous for little babies because you you see it if you watch a kid in a jolly jumper they don't have the neck musculature and their their spine isn't rigid and stabilized enough for it mm. so they'll be bouncing around their heads going like yeah. this and it's just fucking up their cervical spine yeah it's and, and like the atlas joint and everything it's so bad absolutely it also messes with their hips because you're gonna um you can bow their legs yeah outwards, yeah because so. the sacroiliac joint isn't developed either exactly because yeah. their legs are so malleable or their bones are so malleable yeah like everything they have is so malleable yeah so but like you're basically molding them into a shit position tell me about that rubbish that you see on the internet with people swinging their kids around like when they're infants what? They like dangle them by their feet and just throw them around. Have you never seen them videos? Yeah, Apparently probably like, like call the police. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What I don't know. There's a movie called Don't Shake the Baby yeah. and all you need to know is the title, Don't yeah. Shake the Baby. No, literally, I'll, I, I don't want to get up. I'll show you after, but it's yeah. basically in the, I don't know which country it is, not Australia, but yeah. it's, they dangle their kids and just like by one leg. What, really? they think this is like part of their They think it's part of like helping their spine wow. like... Grow. I don't know. Okay, don't do that. Yeah, no, I don't know. That's, I that's don't know about that. Yeah, I, I don't know enough about that to say. Oh, no, I chucked off the internet after that. It's rubbish. You mean you just got rid of the whole internet? Yeah, I just cancelled it. Rang up the bloke and said, "Oi, mate, can you no cancel internet. internet? Thanks. Yeah, yeah. all of it. You all got, of it. You got too much rubbish. Right. Just turn it off. Thanks. Do you know what I always laugh at when it comes to the internet and like just information? Have you? There's this guy. I don't. I never remember his name, but he has this like YouTube channel, and he just ha makes these like kind of animated videos, and the animated videos are just so just straight to the point, but Big, like just so bizarre. Big Les show. Nah, yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's so good. There's this one and he's like, there's these two guys sitting next to each other and, he, and one guy just goes, snakes have legs. And he's like, where did you hear, hear that? He's like, on the internet, snakes have legs. Oh, okay. Snakes have legs. And then a snake comes along and then he turns around and he goes, oh, whoa, there's a snake. Hey, snake, do you have legs? And he's like, no. And the snake like talks. He goes, where did you hear that? And he's like, from, from the internet. And did you get it from a reliable source? Or where did you get this information from? And he goes, the big butt face <laughs> page or something. And he goes, so you're going to take information from the big butt face page. And he's like, yes. And he goes, well, I'm here to tell you that I definitely don't have legs. And he's like, delete. <laughs> snakes have legs. <laughs> he just kept on the motion that, he, that snakes have legs because somebody went against what he read. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Being in the fitness industry and like nutrition, you yeah. must see this all the time with so people much. that do do some research, but their yeah. research is what they've seen on someone else's post. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh. Research these days when somebody usually says it that's just like from an, from an average household that 
doesn't even know what PubMed is, is <laughs> is usually a documentary, yeah, or a YouTube video, yeah, or the Joe Rogan Experience, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sometimes the Joe Rogan Experience, or um, yeah, or just some random article that someone shared on Facebook, and people just like buy into it so quickly, like without, and they like, yeah, but research shows that, and they're like, and but then you go like. So you read the research that it came from, right? Yeah. Because there's, so there's basically like when you write, there are pages out there you can write a, uh, I forgot what they're called. I think they're called like a, um, pretty sure they're called a white document, I think. And basically you could have like a doctor, right? That just has like a, personal bias of whatever or has like some type of monetary thing connected to whatever they're about to write. Yeah. And they can write like a review on a study that could just be completely wrong. Wow. And no one can pull them up on it. Yeah. Because it's like a web page thing that's like, and it's all good and they can just do whatever they want. And then people just go and like read it and they're like, yeah, but it's from this doctor. Yeah. Like, As opposed to looking at the data itself. Yeah. Yeah. But because it's this, because it's not an actual lit review, yeah, it's just like, like a basically a blog, yeah, yeah. that yeah. someone's written on. Yeah. You know, it won't be like no one will kind of go like, oh yeah, they did a lit review, and but because if, if they did a proper lit review, they'd be yeah. fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know yeah. that they're giving misinformation. Yeah. It's almost like for so. something to be correct nowadays, it needs to come from a reliable source that has done the studies themselves and there has to be at least three people that have come up with similar results. There needs to be, yeah. So that's basically what like a meta-analysis would be. Yeah. So like a meta-analysis meta or a systematic review, that's basically what that, that is. And okay. that's why like if you're ever going to, if you're gonna, ever going to have like probably the best information that you could possibly get from a study, like from a certain topic of a study, yeah. you would have to look at like systematic reviews or or yeah. meta-analysis where sometimes the systematic review will have a meta-analysis meta in it. But <clears throat> even in that, there is like, there's still, there's still like issues in studies too, because there's people that fund studies too. Yeah. Which is like, it's so hard because you've got people that fund the study, which will like, there's absolutely positions where they just find it. Like they just they push the data. the data. Yeah. Yeah. They'll push the data in the way that they want to do it. Um, <clears throat> but it's the best way that you can find out any information. If you just picked one study, right, yeah. like one, one control trial, you can't really confidently go, yep, that's, that's 100% the way that things sh should go, even in like a meta-analysis meta or a systematic review. And just for those who are listening that can understand that, a meta-analysis is a, usually a grouping of studies. So, you know, sometimes you might have a meta-analysis of like, of oh well meta analysis sorry is 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 like a gathering of ridiculous amounts of data from a ridiculous amount of different studies mm. and it could be like 200 different studies on the same topic if that is the availability and then the review of that systematic review would be a review of like even how they went down and did the actual study and they kind of tear it apart yeah what was the control what was the yeah. Control? yeah and they go like you know this this study was really good and it came out with this this you know result however the way that they did this 
and yeah. the and the and the <clears throat> formula that they use for this was actually incorrect. Yeah. There's even sometimes because a lot of formulas are done through like a an app. You could you kind of like a program you have on your computer, and you kind of just put the data in, and then it kind of gives you all your results, and it makes all your tables and shit. Yeah. And there's like people that will be like, oh yeah, you know, we've got this data from this app, and they need to reference how they receive their data, right? And the the program won't even spit out that data. Yeah, it right. doesn't even yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah. And they'll write it that it did, mm. and you're like. But it doesn't even have that function. Yeah. So how the fuck did you get yeah. that information? Yeah. Yeah. So when people do the review of it, they're like, what the fuck's this, yeah. man? Like, yeah. how did you even get that information? Although this other information is actually pretty good. So they take little parts of yeah. these things. And, and that, that's the problem together. is that like from start to finish, there's so many <clears throat> gaps mm -hmm. and it's like the holes in Swiss cheese. Yeah for the conclusion that they come to because from the start, like, who's paying for that study? Oh, yeah. Like, what lobbyist group is paying for, yeah, for starters? Totally, man. Who's undertaking the study? So, mm. within that group of scientists and researchers, what confirmation bias do they have that mm. they're already going to be looking for? Mm. Um, out of who reviews the data, like, what's their bias? Mm. Where's the cherry-picking how they interpret the data because mm. it does happen? Oh, yeah, totally. Um, and you then, can get it wrong. Even, you know, within meta-analyses, like, you know, it's such a popular one because the, you know, the vegan and the keto stuff comes up all the time because they're yeah. so hyped. And so then people always um, cite, like, you know, studies on red meat consumption or cholesterol intake. And they go, well, that's all well and good, except you're not looking at other lifestyle factors. Like, do they have a sedentary mm. lifestyle? Are mm. they active? What's mm. the quality of the red meat that yeah. they're eating? Are they smokers? Do they take drugs? Are they drinkers? Yeah. Like, so many other factors. And then they go, well, no, red meat causes bad cancer yeah like and it's all usually observation uh, it's like an observation and an association of something so yeah. like that's where when you come back down to studies if you're looking at something and it's like exactly that it's like in this in this analysis that we did of this group of 200 people you know of a survey that we've done you know uh let's say 80 percent of people that consumed a red meat um also ended up getting bowel cancer let's mm, say yeah. that's that's the information that's not actually the yeah. information out there just a little disclosure I, for that that is just purely they did a survey of people and they go all of their lifestyle factors yeah and then they go which ones had bowel cancer and then they go yeah i had bowel cancer so when you look at that you also got to go okay so association wise the people that ate red meat Association-wise, 80% of them had bowel cancer. Mm. However, it's just an association. They're both in the same... Yeah. Like, they're just... That person also did that. But they also smoked. And exactly what you said. Yeah. Smoked. They didn't... <clears throat> they lived a very sedentary lifestyle. They, you know, they didn't eat vegetables. They did, you know, and the meats that they ate were terrible. All that kind of stuff. And it's the same thing that goes there. So it was like when people spoke about... Um, and, and then it comes back down to like like actual percentage increase versus relative percentage increase, which is what people did get all fucking butthurt about when they spoke about red meat consumption increasing um, bowel cancer, like your chances of bowel cancer by 20%, mm. right? That took the actual risk of getting bowel cancer from something like 1.3% mm -hmm. to 1.6%. Because yeah. it was 20% increase from its actual yeah. Right. percentage. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Not, and people go, they read the headline, 
20% increase of chances of getting bowel cancer if you eat red meat. Mm. Yeah. Because it's a carcinogen. Like, fucking, bro. Do you even know what a fucking carcinogen <laughs> is? And do you know how it works? <laughs> like, so that's how people grab onto that. And yes, to answer your long, <laughs> long question back to what I've got you more said, to say after this, don't worry. Yeah. It, it <laughs> I'm just <is>. <laughs> It does. You do get it all the time, man, where people will come in. But you know what? Yeah, they'll go like, nah, this is like what I've seen. It's like the, the, the good thing is, is that people that come here are very open, yeah, which is good. They yeah, they're yeah, open yeah, mind. Yeah. And they come to me and they go, hey, this is what I've heard. And they trust what I say. Yeah. And they go, is it true? And I'll go, well, here's the factors of it. This is how they found it. Here's the information, and also this is the this is the reference you can go and look at if you would like to look at it, mm. and that's how you can educate people to well, make the right decisions. I, I just want to say, for someone who knows that many facts about facts, mm. would you ever lose an argument? I don't reckon you would. Oh, I'd lose many. Nah. Yeah. But I don't know. But when I you started about. I don't know, like, what was it? We started this podcast about six hours ago. But when you, <laughs> when you were talking about how they know how to make, like, analysis on all these different factors, yeah. it's just, you know all that stuff as well. I yeah. Think that's a cool oh, I know, I know, I know what I need to know. Yeah. But, like... Would the, you get into politics after this? Because debating no. would be oh my great. God, I would no. love to see you in a heavy debate. You no. two... You'd be, you'd be good at it. I, I reckon I you'd know. be good at it too. You two together... Would be shit. (laughs) 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 But but yeah, I I put it to you that you sucked off a horse. (laughs) (laughs) But if you look at the facts, (laughs) far out. But yeah, but then back to that though, like back to facts. So it doesn't always relate back to how someone will do something. So then you've got to take into like account, like because when something's so controlled, like if you have a controlled trial, right? Which like if they can control as much of the variables as variables as possible so so like sometimes they'll get a study like let's say that they're doing something let's say they're going on thermogenic effect of food for protein and they put someone in a metabolic ward right for for six months they lock these people down for six months in in a in a metabolic ward and one group will get like shit loads of protein and do the exact same thing fucking every day and then another group will not get shit loads of protein and they'll do the exact same thing every single day and they'll control these two groups right Mm -hmm. that's not real life yeah so (laughs) then you get this data of someone going like yeah so protein the metabolic effects of protein is you know 30 percent increase on tef so that's great but then you go okay so I want you to burn more fat, so I'm going to get you to eat a higher dosage of protein. Yeah. You get them to eat it, and they're like, I didn't eat all my protein. Why? Because I don't like eating all that protein. (laughs) Okay. Sweet. Well, then, basically everything that you're basing, like if you went purely off studies, like you're just like, fuck yeah, I'm going to do exactly what the... It's not going to work. These people aren't getting paid to do a challenge. They're paid to do a challenge. And then... And then you're going like, yeah, I'm going to tell you to do this because this is what the data says. But it's not real. Like they'll go like, like literally on the weekend, people were just like, no, nah, I don't want to eat that much protein. I don't, I can't yeah. eat that much protein. Like, well, you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You fucking absolutely can. If I took away all your food, you would 100% eat your fucking protein. <laughs> but they don't want to. And then you go, all right, so what's more realistic? Do I get you to eat this to get fucking 2% better result yeah. or that you're not going to stick to. So then technically you get a 10% worse result yeah. than if I just told you, yeah, cool, I'll drop your protein down and you just fucking eat 
some foods that you like. So, well, really, the thing is to uh, kind of wrap up the the facts and Smart, all that yeah. and all that uh, big word stuff bullshit yes. you just went on about. But um, <laughs> hit in itself has been a a facility for so long now yes. that it has its own in-house studies. And I asked you this last night. Oh. With um, is there have you changed the way over time with how diets are given out? Absolutely. And, and that's why because you've done lot your own in-house research and what yeah. works better. Yeah, absolutely. There's there's a combination of that. I have personally grown more information. Yeah. Like and uh, an understanding of, I guess, what people will do. So yes. yes, I have gathered my own, I guess, case like case studies within the gym, <clears throat> and like kind of what I see, yeah, happen day to day. Um, so yeah, I I would definitely say that, and that's where I can I can say, you know, my, myself, like I definitely have like a personal bias towards things that work. Yeah. But in the same essence, with saying that. Um, I don't let myself sit into the path of being like, well, this works for 90% of my clientele. So that therefore it will have to work for everyone, yes. you know, because it's not. So then there's people that I do have to change the path on. Like yeah. for instance, there was someone last week that like, they just went like, I just can't track. I don't want to get an app. I don't want to track my food. So I went cool. So I showed, showed this guy all of the different like protein, like, um, servings that they should have like to get the adequate amount of protein per their meal for their goal that they wanted to have all of their carbohydrate servings and, and they all they had to do then was just mix and match like they just yep. go to the list and they just go i'm gonna have this with this to this bang so, as yeah. a meal and they had all their grams and everything in there and i yeah. was like if you can learn that dude then you're going to learn how to get your results and you don't need to track food. Will it be as accurate? No, but at least he's going to stick to that and not stick to just fucking whatever yeah, he's yeah, doing, drinking ice breaks and, and shit. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, I mean, guessing, going down that fact, yeah, there's there's definitely like, I have a personal bias for the way things that do work, but I'm not I'm not controlled and stuck to that bias. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. That's so. Yeah, one of my favorite things about you is how fluid you are and you don't get stuck in those biases yeah. You're constantly developing, which is so important in this industry because, mm. like, I mean, and you know, one of Joe's favorite things is <laughs> one of his favorite things is the <laughs> ketogenic diet. Oh, yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, he fucking yeah, hates keto, yeah, yeah. Um, but like, I could see, I could see. Oh, I understand too. 100% where he's coming from with it. Yeah. But, um, and, and he's good at that as well. He's like, you guys stay fluid so and, good, and yeah. you bounce off each other, and, yeah. um, which is, I think is like such a success for you individually and for the facility. Yeah, yeah um, Joe, Joe fucking kicks ass at explaining things really simply. It's good. He's just got a shit voice to do it. Yeah, I think Bold that's Darren what. I feel like that's why people actually pay more attention because they. It's hard to understand, so you oh, have to. Like, huh? So you fucking have to fucking listen. Did his voice get better throughout COVID? It, it did. did. It got really good, <laughs> it man. It did. It was amazing. Yeah, I was like, "Fuck yeah, Joe, go you!" And then like first week, first back, week his back, fucking yeah. voice. Uh, back by the way, shit. Joe, if you hear this, I love you. <laughs> um, all right, we're gonna do a mm -hmm. couple of questions. I think there's ten. There might be more or less. Okay. If you could give Take Us to Vegas a different name, what would it be and why? Ooh, good one. Fuck yeah. All right. Fuck yeah. That was yeah, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Because actually.
actually, yes, it would be fuck yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> the band was so fuck yeah. Yeah. It kind of <laughs> was. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, the songs weren't so like fuck yeah. Like, you know, because that's kind of glam metal ish yeah. if you were to think yeah. fuck yeah. Yeah. But just like the vibe of the band was always just so like. Yeah, fuck, fuck yeah. 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 When we were fun, we were fun. Yeah, it was yeah. fun times, man. So, yeah, I would say fuck yeah. Oh, that's fuck good, yeah. Good answer. <laughs> um, when we talked about this, we couldn't decide because I like I was never that excited by Take Us to Vegas as a band name, yeah. but it just kind of like I liked the rhyming of it. Yeah. I always liked that, and so I just kind of rolled with it. Like, and oh, yeah. naming bands is one of the hardest thing ever. But yeah. you had an idea of calling something Thunder Kicks, yeah, <gasps> which is yeah. That well, was that was rad, the, that was originally what I was going to call Wingspan. Yeah. yeah, but uh, Alex shut it down. He's like, "Nah, it's shit." I'm like, yeah, "Whatever." Oh, so anyway, when Takes to Vase came around, I'm like, "I got this name ready to go." Mm. Thunder Kicks. What do you reckon, boys? Yeah, nah, let's not do that. Thunder okay, kicks. all right, whatever. So then Alex came out of his room that day when we we're watching The Hangover and said, "Why don't we call it Takes to Vegas?" I mm. still said Thunder Kicks. Everyone else said Takes to Vegas. Uh, I would have gone Thunder Kicks 100. Yeah. percent I'm pretty sure I was a sheep, so I just go wherever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, when we finally get around to forming our adult dad band, yeah. Yeah. Thunder Kicks. Yeah. Thunder Kicks. Sick. Thunder! <laughs> Every time. What qualities do you like in a homon? In a hummus? In a woman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, first let's cover hummus. Fuck, I love hummus. Chickpeas. <laughs> There's got to be chickpeas in there. Got to tell you that. Maybe a bit of spice. I do like paprika in my hummus. We talk about hummus yeah, a little bit of garlic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, bro. Fuck yeah, love hummus. By the way, all these questions were sent through to us when we yeah when we did our yeah. host. Okay, and this was the episode that didn't work out because we'd had three beers and we were really tired. Yeah, so. <laughs> we were. <laughs> well, a good girl must have a virgin. No, <laughs> no. Um, okay, qualities that I like in a woman: um, being real, like just being yeah. a real, just authentic. like yeah, authentic, and just being like them. Like yeah. as long as they're being them, then I'm all about it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I I obviously if if they can bask in their own like traits that they have and like just be stoked about like who they are as a person, mm-hmm. then I think that would be the thing that I find most like attractive for a female. Uh-huh. Because like if someone can ju- like if they're confident, you know, then they're driven and then they do things and then they like there's nothing that kind of holds them back. Yeah. Mm. Perfect right answer. Yeah, Perfect. Yeah. Uh, this was one, have any of us liked the same girl? Any of us liked the same girl? Yeah. Mm, no. Uh-uh. We all have very different tastes in the women. Yes. Mm. I think the only person that, it wasn't even a like, it was like, I remember there was a battle between, not even a battle, but I remember Dean being like, I'm going to go on, like, before you and Rani were together. Because oh. remember that night uh, when we were at Alex? Yeah. Was Rani going to try, Ding a truck hook up Ronnie. Yeah. <laughs> you were there. We were all there. I don't remember that at all. Oh. Was but Ryan then up? like a week later, you started chatting to her and I was like, fuck yeah. Dude. <laughs> 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 I spoke to Ronnie about it the other day. I was like, fuck yeah. You're so fucking sick. She oh, would have gone for Dean anyway. Didn't like his shoes or the puka shell necklace. Yeah. Well, <laughs> knowing no, Ronnie now, I'm just trying to think about never. the whole scenarios of how the world would work out if Dean was here right now and. <laughs> 
just, how just did this all pan out? <laughs> I kind of want to know that. Like, but I, I feel like it might have just been a conversation, you know? It was like, um, like Instagram was around. Like, Instagram was around. Like, yeah. it's not around anymore. Instagram. <laughs> we had this thing, yeah. everybody. <laughs> but yeah, so I think it was like kind of that. He was like, oh yeah, this chick's hot. I reckon I could bloody get with her. And then literally like a week later, you were out hanging with her. And I was Sick. like... yeah." Yeah, yeah, the boys. <laughs> I'm going to ask you this question and then I'm going to answer for you. Okay. And you can tell me if I'm right. Please do. The question is, if you could tour with any band in the world, who would it be? Mm, and I believe that your answer is Queen or Muse. Yeah, Ooh, close. Yeah? Yeah, very close. I, uh, okay. Oh. No, can I say the other guess? Huh. Foo Fighters. Oh, fuck. Actually, I didn't even think of them. What? Okay, but I'm if I was to go... I'm thinking of another one. Go. But go. I can't remember the band name now. Oh. No, you just go. I can't remember. Oh, you think of Memphis May Fire? No, no, because it's not them either. Yeah. My first band that went bang first name in my head, Slipknot. Oh, uh, yeah, that's cool. yeah. Fucking mental. That would be yeah. sick. Corey yeah. Taylor's the dude. Like yeah. I fucking yeah. love Corey Taylor. Yeah. I love everything he does. He's so like creative in every facet of his life. Yeah. Well, I'm when we that. did this initially, Slipknot was one of my answers because it's like mm. biggest, yeah. like biggest metal band totally. ever potentially, but also because um, Corey's. Uh, quite big at fostering young bands and like mm. bringing them up and giving them a hit and like apparently Slipknot are really good to tour with and that they take care of their support bands oh, really man. well. I think I'm pretty sure like I wouldn't even go fangirl Dave Grohl. Like I would fangirl Corey yeah. Taylor. Yeah. I would. Yeah. I would probably pass out. Mm. <laughs> I remember I got pulled, <sighs> Nick pulled me up once uh, when we met Quinn Allman from The Used. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. I started sweating a little bit hard and then Nick kind of just gave me the nudge. Just, just saying, hey, we'll stop sweating for a second. Was that a van? That was a van. Yeah. 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 At Warp Tour. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, yeah, what did I do? I didn't mean to do it. Sorry. Well, I get <laughs> Bert McCracken, the Blood Wolves EP, and I never heard from him. So. No, we heard him listen to it in his car. Because he had his. Um, he had his Peugeot and his missus there. Yeah. And yeah, he put it on in the car, but yeah, like. Whether he, or not he's listened to it, whatever. Hear, we didn't hear from him. It might have stayed in his thing after it, it probably, imagine if it jammed his stereo and that's it's all he could put in there, in there had to sell his car <laughs> sell his car with take us to Vegas stuck in yeah. the Stezza fuck yeah <laughs> that raises market value <laughs> uh, one person who inspires you mm. besides us mm. yeah well that was a hard one <laughs> um, one person that inspires me Katrina Robson Oh, good answer. Yeah, actually, She though. inspires me too. That was actually, the, that was the only answer you were meant to give. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, no, she, yeah, she's been a huge inspiration for me for the last, yeah, probably, probably like last year and a half, it's been probably a pretty big like, yeah. inspiration for me. Yeah. yeah. Shit she's done. Done an amazing job as a, as a boss, as a woman, as a partner, Fuck as a yeah. mother. As a mother, yeah. She's yeah. fucking just she's killing a boss, it, She's dude. a boss bitch. She is a boss bitch. Yeah. yeah she's fucking, yeah, she's crushing it. And she gets my jokes now, too. She does. I appreciate that. She, <laughs> la man, if you want someone to laugh at jokes... Get Katrina around. She <laughs> fucking loves a joke. She's loves like, a joke. <laughs> loves it. She She's just gets into some banter. It. Yeah, she loves it. Yeah. Uh, if you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, hot would it be? Ooh. One food. So yeah. like a meal, like a prepared or like an ingredient? Dealer's choice. Okay, yeah. cool. That's good. Um, there's no single ingredient. <laughs> <laughs> Red onion. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, I would say... Oh, yeah, cool, because I'm going to kind of fire in a fucking loophole this. Pizza. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because you can top yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Righto. If yeah. you won the lottery, what would you spend it on? Oh, this is the dad in me. Investments. Investments. <laughs> Angel investments. Invest- Bitcoin. <laughs> I'll invest in red. Yeah. <laughs> All on red. <laughs> yeah. That's invest- a casino joke. Yeah. yeah. All on um, red. <laughs> what was it that we were speaking about the other day? And I was just like, yeah, put it all in red. Oh. We were speaking of something anyway, it doesn't matter. But yeah. Um, fucking, yeah. Uh, yeah. I would actually invest in stuff. Yeah. I would, I would, uh, yeah, make a portfolio. What uh, would your selfish purchase be? My selfish purchase? Yeah. Fuck. Mm. A basketball court? Yeah, that's pretty good. Cool. All right. Yeah. All right. Sick. Like a house with a basketball that. court. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, what yeah, it would yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. House, Just a house. Yeah, house, all basketball court. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'd have. That's, I'd Golf be, simulator. Like a, there'd be a pool. Yeah, fuck it. We'll chuck a golf simulator in there. <laughs> <laughs> like that's, that's... Just so you can dislocate your knee again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, nah, yeah, go that, yeah. What uh, animal scares you? Animal scares me. Mm. I use tissue. <laughs> yeah, fucking <laughs> tissues, man. Flying tissue. No, uh, animal scares me. I mean, sharks are kind of scary. Like, they're kind of scary. Nothing really scares me. I just would rather not be around them. Sure. Yeah. So, like a snake. I'm not scared of a snake. But, like, if a snake was in the room, I wouldn't be as happy as if the snake wasn't in the room. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. If the snake was in the room, I would avoid it. Yeah, I'd be like, there's a snake there. I'm not going to freak out. <laughs> like, I'm okay with the snake being there. Yeah. But I also, like, it'd be sick if someone took that I'm, snake away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, rep- reptiles have no emotion. That's why I don't like them. Yeah. Like, I, no, I mean, not, not, not like, no, don't like them. I just don't trust them. Yeah. So it's like, it's kind of like, if I was in, the, in a room with a murderer, like... I wouldn't really be yeah. scared of the murderer, but I'd like kind of not want to be. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, I'm not scared of that murderer. <laughs> just have that conversation yeah. with him as well. Look, just so you know, I'm not really scared of you, but it would be better if you weren't. Yeah, yeah. like because I don't know what you're going to do, yeah. I'd rather not be around you. Because <laughs> I don't want to be put in the situation to have to fuck you up, no, to have to, you know, defend myself. It's the same with like a shark. It's like I, I never had any fear with paddling from, you know, Majimba Beach to Old Woman Island, right? And you'd see sharks as you went over there. Yeah. But like, I also didn't feel stoked that there were sharks yeah. there. <laughs> I was like, there's a shark. <sighs> okay. Just keep swimming. <laughs> Just keep swimming. And you're have you ever good. met a murderer? I reckon I have. Potentially. I, you don't know. I fucking oh, I know. I, I definitely have. Really? Chopper. When you did you him. meet Chopper? Yep. Noosa at uh, server. Get out of town. Yep, shook his hand. Yeah. Wow. Like, I, I, Is Chopper someone you shake hands with? Fucking no, oath. Why, yeah. why not? Like Eric Banner did a movie about it. <laughs> I know. That's sick. Of yeah, I mean, would. like, I mean, isn't it weird that like so many of Australia's like big names are all criminals? Yeah. Yes. Like that's weird to me. Well, not that weird considering like it was a nation founded on a convict yeah, thing. And that. P- penal colony. That's yeah. what I was going yeah, for. Yeah. So like Vikings raped and pillaged. Does that mean like no? But we actually started <laughs> as yeah. criminals. Yeah, yeah, I get ya. Which is it's just weird. Like, like any country weird. with sketchy background. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're the only country with criminals as our idols. <laughs> yeah, probably. I feel like that's the case. Like the guy that punched Tony Abbott in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or like threw an egg, or yeah. the, the other guy that fucking. Oh yeah. An egg. It's like yeah. <laughs> 
violence. Oh, that, oh, he egged Fraser Anning, didn't he? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. The Saturday I don't know. politics. Is that definitely recording? I fucking hope so. Yeah. Yeah, it oh, is. Yeah. If, you, <laughs> if you could live anywhere in the world other than here, where would it be? Wow. Wow, hard question. Very hard question. Ah, uh, nah. Would hate to be there now. What? I was going to say Melbourne, but no. Really? No, other, than, no, other than Australia. I didn't picture you as a Melbourne. Yeah, you got to mm, Yeah, I love Melbourne because I love layers. Yeah, for sure. Love clothing layers. True. Okay, that adds up. But um, I would be in maybe... Possibly Singapore, maybe? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, I'll rate cool. that. Yeah, right. yeah. That's yeah. cool. Probably Singapore's Singapore. a cool city. Probably because then I would be able to train mm. at um, Evolution. Ah, uh, yes. And you yeah, get a plane MMA. anywhere, really, can't you? Yeah, that's so close to yeah, everywhere. Good, good yeah, thing. yeah, that too, but... I love Changi Airport. Mainly, it's so cool. Yeah, maybe, mainly that because, mm-hmm. like, I'd... You know, I was thinking, I was thinking America because I'd love to go to like Jackson Winks. Right. Was thinking Brazil because of BJJ, mm-hmm. but you know, fuck being in Brazil. <laughs> yeah. Where would you go? Yeah, where would you go? Uh, Maui, hundred percent. Maui, no doubt wow. about it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Where oh. would you go? Look, Cleveland. I- <laughs> what I what I would love to do Cameron Smith's house. Yeah, so, <laughs> Smithies. No. Um, if I could do it, if I could get a job mm. in New York for a year, I would mm. love to do a New York lifestyle for a year. Okay, yeah, really? that would be yeah. cool. But if I could think of somewhere to live, probably Queenstown. Ooh, oh yeah, okay, beautiful. yeah, yeah. I feel beautiful. that. I, I love feel that. Yeah. yeah, valid. Yeah. We yep. should all go to New Zealand. Oh, yeah. We should take a trip. Yeah. yeah, I love New Zealand. Do a podcast over there. Yep. Fuck. All right, done. Yeah. That's 2021 20, goals. That's yeah. what we're doing. Sweet. Done. Let's do it. Locked in. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's all the questions. Now it's time for your show and tell. What do you got for us? Okay, guys. Get ready for this. All right. Y'all get ready for this. You guys will be. It's actually highly <laughs> underwhelming. Wasn't expecting it. Australia. Okay. Do you have a stamp collection? I don't have a stamp collection. I have a coin Sh- collection. Ooh. All right, that is showing tell. Yeah. So these are coins that I used to um, collect with my grandfather. And these coins, I actually looked up their value last night. And they're actually, you know, I'm not <laughs> tell, tell, tell us after we stop recording. Oh, <laughs> so I do have a lot more than this. I just couldn't bring them all. Yeah. Um, so this one. Is the Australian Florin. This little pretty guy. Shout out to the camera. Um, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. That one's off. Yeah. Yes, it is off. <laughs> that one's probably off now, too. So, yeah. No one gets to see it. <laughs> no one gets to see the show. <laughs> and this tell. is just called Tell. <laughs> uh, so, this one, um, there was only 40,000 made of this, of this coin. Yeah, go, go, pass it around. Pass it around. Made of the Perth Mint. Very yeah, cool. Touch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and... So that is a dollar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Never use it, though. Nah, you could never spend it. And I tell you what, if you spent a dollar... Like that. Like that. <laughs> if I went and bought a bottle of water. Fucking hell, they would have made a good pretty penny $1 out of that. One dollar day at 7-Eleven, you trade yeah, yeah. it for an ice break. Yeah, absolutely. 
And this one is the anniversary of the coronation. Oh. Yeah, 1953 to 2003 of so the Queen. Elizabeth II. Yes, 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 yes. That's this one. Good on you, Lizzie. There's this one. My favourite ones is this one. Actually, these ones are two of my favourites. And then I do also have a square 50-cent coin. Yeah, and the square 50-cent coin, um, that one has like a little kookaburra on it. And... They were like a really like super fucking rare one that was yeah. there, that they had, and um, it's like in a case like that. And I forgot how many that they made, but basically, like there's a there's a zero to one hundred scale of rarity of coins, yeah. mm. right? And this and that square fifty cent coin one is a ninety on that scale. Wow! Yeah. So both of these coins individually, um, the the florin, this one is uh, yeah. So that's about. A, like and not that amazing, but a seventy dollar coin yeah. for a dollar. Um, this one's about like fifty bucks, but the the, the fifty cent, cent coin, that's about like a hundred. Pretty sick! Mm. Wow, pretty sick. And where do you keep these in your house? <laughs> <laughs> I keep. The, do you know what's actually funny? I actually keep them in probably the worst place you could possibly ever keep them. In right. fact, when my house got robbed in in um, uh, Mansfield. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, Mount Gravatt. Yeah. The person that was robbing my house was actually going through the thing that I have all my coins in. Far out. But they had no idea because they were just saying boxes. You know, no, uh, you know what? They just they were uh, looking at them. No, nah, they, they saw it. They're like, oh, it's only worth 50 cents. Probably. <laughs> Idiots. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, and it was in it was in that little thing that I have them in. And it's... um. Everything that I have about my grandfather is in this one thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. that would that would have been heavy. Oh, bro, uh, I would have unleashed if they had have taken that. Mm-hmm, I would have mm-hmm. fucking lost it. So yeah, that so was good. Um, good on you for bringing that for show and tell. Bang! Mm. It was either this, a samurai sword, or like I said before, my basketball hoop. <laughs> <laughs> And I rode my bike here, so yeah, that kind of cut that. out the samurai sword. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just yeah. <laughs> with my samurai sword. <laughs> I could imagine you would end up on a video on Facebook. Oh, <laughs> Look at this guy. Who the fuck no, is this guy? No, you should have done it because there's magpies around at the moment. Could you? Oh, bro, <laughs> I <laughs> would. <laughs> get back. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> cutting down fucking Maggie's with my samurai sword. <laughs> that that would be fucking unheard of. Wow. Yeah. So it was either that or my samurai sword. Well, but I go. thought that was pretty cool because like, like no that. one's ever seen them. Like yeah. I've, I've never. I don't take them out. Cat yeah. didn't even know I had them. That's sick. She's like, what the fuck are they? I'm like, yeah. We'll have to get you back They're on my and special uh, <laughs> Talk more about your grandpappy. Oh yeah, my grandpappy. Yeah. Um. Mm. But yeah, that was Ryan Goodall. Yeah. Thank you for joining us, my good friend. Yeah. And uh, round 11, we're going to give you Ryan's home address. <laughs> <laughs> Come inside, like I said, me samurai sword. Uh, and where, ching, ching. Ryan, you have your own podcast, which is called? It's called the Playbook Podcast, mm-hmm. and um, it's been about fucking eight months since we put up our last episode. <laughs> so everyone, the hype has been built for your next yeah, episode. Season yeah, season two is coming. <laughs> season two, we do it in seasons. So, um, How many episodes do you get up to? Seven. Seven. See, yeah. we're at 
11 now. Or we're 10. 10. Yeah. 10. We're veterans, brother. Yeah. But your episodes are about a quarter of the length of our episodes. Yeah. So. yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ours go, we, it's so funny. We'll jump on and we're like, okay, Joe. We're yes, Ryan. We're going to do this in 30 minutes. <laughs> yep. Cool. What are we talking about today? Nutrition. Okay. Cool. <laughs> hour it. 45 minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We tried. We Three tried hours to do and it. 50 yeah, minutes. Yeah. We always try to go short. It's the same with this one. This one's going to be super long. Yeah, yeah. I think whenever we get guests, they'll be long. But oh, when, it's, sure. when it's just us two, they're goldfish episodes. Mm. Yeah. I do love it. I fucking, as like, as, as like a frother of the, um, of the potty, like, yeah. I fucking love these episodes, eh? I, like when I'm driving to work and I see it pop up on my, um, on my uh, what is it, podcast thing? On my pl- fucking whatever it's called. I don't yeah. know what it's called. Yeah. Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, oh, what yeah. a listen. Bang. Get in my car, bang. Listen on the way here, listen on the way home. We're gonna, we'll get, you to, call, we'll get you to call in one time so you can, do, you can do the old long yeah. time listener, first time call. <laughs> That's how I was going to introduce myself. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, we blew it. Oh, it's yeah. like, yeah. Um, Ripper, mate, I've got to get into some traffic and head back to Brisbane. So it's been great. It's mm. been real. Has been real. We'll, we'll talk when this is stopped. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> bye bye. Thanks for joining, everybody. Bye bye.